0: No one ever knows what evil lurks in the shadows, what makes its home in the void. A lone group of heroes band together to become the light in that darkness, to
1: face the oncoming storm. I'm Drew, and I'm the Dungeon Master. I'm Jordan, and I'm playing the half-elf sorcerer Theranor. I'm Donnie, and I'll be playing Gnomish Rogue Lemmy.
2: I'm Juju, playing a Wood Elf cleric named Aoife. And I'm
3: Thomas, playing a Changeling Ranger named Pock.
0: Welcome to Crit Storm.
1: Welcome back, adventurers, to another exciting episode of Crit Cast, where we last left our intrepid heroes. They entered into the Blue Chapel in search of Father Pegasus. However, inside, they only found some vile undead and. A place, a sacred place, thrown to pieces. It was only then that before they were going to enter a locked room, a loud pounding was coming from behind. And I believe Park was, uh... Wait, what was that? (laughs) He said "kinky." (laughs) Um,
3: I thought the same thing. I just didn't voice it. Cut that out, too.
1: uh, (laughs) Man, just just kill the mood of everything. (laughs) What
4: kind of chapel is
1: this?
3: (laughs) (laughs) See, that's what we do. That's our our tagline: is we're taking a scary setting and we're turning it upside
0: down. Well, I mean, you said vile undead too. Isn't that redundant? Is there an unvile undead? I mean, Donnie, I suppose. <laughs>
4: yeah, it was possibly Lemmy.
3: Yeah.
0: yeah.
4: <laughs> There's
0: <laughs> lots of
1: things that don't have benign. to be vile.
3: But yeah, I believe if Pac was standing at the door about to, uh, did I already search it? Did I already, no, uh, you, didn't,
1: you didn't go search it. You were like, you're going to head towards the, uh, kind of the banging and pounding sound. It was coming from the stairs leading down, down somewhere.
3: Wait, I thought we were about to go in that back room. We you were. were, you, were you
1: guys were about to go into this back locked room that had like the giant okay, okay, wooden okay. doors. But over by the stairs is where you uh, heard the pounding coming gotcha. from before you guys were about to go inside. Now, you guys can still go inside. You can venture to discover. I got to stop saying the word venture. Um... <laughs> Only because I called you out. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. Because I listened. I listened to it again. <laughs> I notice I say, I say venture a lot, and I don't understand why. Time to
4: give Drew a D&D thesaurus.
1: I need <laughs> Drew, if you only dude, knew
3: all
4: dude. the words that you say a lot, that I take out. We all do that. My mom says Ramekin way too much. Just say little bull. <laughs> <laughs>
1: okay. You guys can go into the locked room, which is right in front of you, or there is the sound of the, you know, the... Coming from somewhere off in the distance question answer. What's the lighting situation
4: in this place?
1: So I mean you <laughs> a pitch have, black for Pac again. <laughs> you have ample lighting uh, because I mean it's it's kind of like the mid-afternoon you had those high windows that is allowing some light in some of them actually have even been broken so a little bit more light is coming into play in certain areas. but it's uh, from the outside it looked pretty dirty. So I mean, they haven't been like properly cleaned, but it's still allowing light in. But it sounds like there are also shadows that can be slipped into. Oh, sure. I mean, even for a place that's being kind of like lit uh, to the best of its ability. All right. Uh-huh. I mean, you can you can hide and pop into one of those alcoves. Let Poss- me would like to do that. Okay. Now that's gonna be
4: a natty <laughs> twenty. Wow. Lemmy disappears. <laughs> Starting off good. I just phase out of uh, this plane of reality. (laughs) Do you guys want
3: to check out this room before we go downstairs, or do you just want to go downstairs?
2: Maybe it's Father Pegasus. Maybe he's uh, knows that we're here and he heard us. You know, fight those guys. Maybe he's trapped down there. I
4: hope it's not Father Pegasus because that was such a good stealth roll. I am obligated to backstab whoever (laughs) is making that noise.
0: (laughs) Well, there are like oh no, those aren't. Well, yeah, there are some statues around here. If you really need to get your backstab out, you could just go hit one of them.
4: I'm going I'm to let it ride for a minute.
0: <laughs> let it stew, percolate.
4: <laughs> the
3: completionist in me really wants to open this door. Well,
0: normally I would as well. The The banging, did it sound like something was breaking down a door or just, just some no, loud you thumping? No, you
3: just heard some banging.
0: Hmm, we could split the party. <laughs>
3: <laughs> you
1: totally can split the party.
3: What if uh, Lemmy and I stay out here watching that the stairs while you guys go in and check the room? We could do that. Yeah, okay. Yeah, um, I'm going to go try to stealth as well, but see if I can do that. Fifteen. Um, yeah, I'll get in over on uh, over on the opposite side of Lemmy, or where he was just talking about, where I have a clear view of the stair still.
1: Okay, so Lemmy, were you going to go on the side that is having the smaller shrines? I was just going to uh, slip into the little alcove
4: that was uh, directly north of me. Is that the one that looks like lemmy
0: <laughs>
1: i can't remember which one was supposed to be yeah. looking like lemmy <laughs> there's there's 10 of them <laughs> okay so you guys have uh successfully nuzzled your way in and hiding within whatever shadows are confined there and Aoife is heading for
2: yeah i'm just gonna walk right to towards the uh stairs
3: right
1: hear oh, the well, noise I coming you from you
3: guys are going to the back room so did i
2: wait were we
1: yeah,
3: yeah. We, we were guarding the stairs while you guys check out the back room I mean, if you want to check that out, I can just go in the room and, But right. the,
2: the pounding's coming from the stairs That's
3: why Pac and Lemmy are guarding it, waiting for something to we're come out We're watching your back
2: Oh, oh, thanks guys, okay huh. Alright, yeah, um, so Theranor, uh, should we just open this door? Yeah,
0: let's just head in and see what's going on in there
2: Alright, I turn the handle okay. Door's a mimic <laughs> Not again
1: The door is a mimic an undead mimic
2: Vile undead mimic Then she
1: picks up her sword to fight the mimic And the sword is a mimic
3: <laughs> By the way, quick shout out Everybody should go check out the show It's a mimic, it's a really good
1: show <laughs> It's a mimic, mimic. Alright, so uh, Big big, heavy wooden doors So really have to put in some effort to Push them open uh, So as it opens up, you have this Large open room with an arch ceiling You know, maybe about 20, 25 Feet high, it is immediately filling your nostrils with the smell of incense, but not exactly fresh incense. Old incense, but it still seems to be like clinging to the air. There's dappled light that falls into the room through the large windows above and the upper walls. In the eastern wall, you see a large wardrobe and there's some bookshelves, some of which are extended onto the northern wall as well. In the northwestern corner, you see a table with a gilded tabernacle, incense censer, (laughs) in the shape of a small lantern, and a small book with a brown cover. You see some more small alcoves in the walls that hold small pots containing dark green plants with silver veins, their flowers uh, shedding a, a gentle yellow light. In the center of the room, there's a stone altar with a similar pot containing another glowing plant. And on the western side, another door leads out of the chapel Examining the room, turning around Above the door itself, you have a strange set of words Scribbled above the door In angular characters with hooked flourishes
2: Can we try to figure out what it says? Does
1: anybody read Primordial?
3: No Nope
1: Mm. I do Do you really? Yeah Oh, wow
3: all right. I had to find my languages but yeah Theranor
0: would I, I actually wanted to yell back to Pock anyway just because, actually either Pock or Lemmy, seeing as you guys are both wooded plant people glowing plants, he's not familiar with that, Theranor isn't uh, so he kind of I know we've got banging going on and there's kind of a bit of semi-franticness but um, he's wondering have either of you guys, and he'll poke his head out the door have either of you guys encountered
4: glowing plants before. You turn around and is right behind you.
3: <laughs> How do they burn? Fox going to move that way too, just because growing up with Dryads, he's
4: definitely seen his fair share of magical plant life. Is that a nature or a medicine role?
1: To identify the plant? Yeah. Uh, you can do it in nature. Well, it's the same for me anyway, so it doesn't
4: matter.
0: He'll also point up above the door and say, I can't read this, I don't know if anyone else can. It's a
4: 16 plus 3, 19. So I'm not saying we're in Says anything special about the plant?
1: <laughs> Sorry,
3: <laughs> yeah. must not be important. Well, <laughs> well no, I mean, something up on the fly.
1: You will recognize it as the uh, most of the flowers that are kind of like growing around uh, Lady Grand's kind of like alcoves, like her little like sectioned off area where the uh, the spear was found, as well as in a few of her uh, little statues where she's like out, you know, the hand outstretched holding the flower.
3: So this is kind of like her her signature flower.
1: Yeah, a little bit. Well, let, let me
4: recognize is that that glowing plant, a lot of gnomish girls will carry those at gnome raves <laughs> and just, like, dance around with them. It's pretty cool. Tie them
0: to strings and swirl them around in the
4: air. Yep. You've been doing gnome rave. <laughs> Except all the beats are
3: really high-pitched and a lot faster. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> all right, um... So, did you guys point out the writing to Puck? Yeah, well, Theron would have pointed it out to both of you, just saying, I, I can't okay. read this. I don't know if any of you can. I can read this. It's been a while, but yes, I've I've taken time to learn primordial. All right.
1: So, looking over the words, you kind of like, you know, eyeball it a little bit, mouth it yourself a little once in there, and then you, you know, kind of do your best to read it out. And it says, there are many things greater than us. To these we give reverence and and, uh, homage. There are many things lesser than us. To these we give reverence and care. There are many things equal to us. To these we give reverence and respect.
3: I share this with the group out loud. would it be in Primordial? I don't know. That's definitely
0: odd. Theronor is going to start poking through the books, because that's what he does. Actually, more specifically, could I... Check the uh, the one over by the sensor. It's it's a loom up
1: in the upper uh, left-hand corner. Yeah, like I think you said, there was a
3: brown-bound book up there. And Pox can move back outside.
1: The book that you find, it's basically outlining the proper forms for the different like religious ceremonies, as well as some basic theological references and works.
0: Oh, it's the Blue Chapel Players Handbook.
1: It's like the it's like the priest's how-to guide. It's the DM book. <laughs> it's the priest, it's the priest's DM book.
0: While
2: he's um, checking that out, I want to look inside this wardrobe. Yeah.
1: So inside the wardrobe, you find a bunch of robes uh, and they are in a variety of colors, uh, primarily white and green. And if you open the door, you see um, little bits and pieces of that mantra again, kind of like spaced out over the insides of the doors. White and green, that's suspicious for the blue chapel. (laughs) So the blue chapel is only blue due to the stonework that it was built in, but white and green are like iconic colors that go along with Lady Grianne and Lord Biatch.
3: Biatch, you're right. (laughs) (laughs) You had it so well last episode. I know I had it so well.
1: (laughs) All right, I'll buy that explanation.
2: All right, well, I'll just turn around and be like, okay, Theranar, he's definitely not in here.
1: Looking about the room itself, uh, if you go around uh, with what is remaining, you find the tabernacle. And the tabernacle, it's it's locked from the outside. However, it does have, like, clear glass uh, sections that you can kind of, like, peer inside. And inside, you can see that it contains a good grouping of holy symbols, primarily those that are... Being in reverence to Lady Grienne and Lord Biatch, and <laughs> <laughs> just to make Thomas happy, uh, you also see two vials, two kind of bluish glass vials inside, and chunks of something. You're not exactly seeing what it is. Uh, like to identify it properly, you probably would need to see it up more up close. And you also see a glittering gold chalice that is inlaid with green stones. And uh, something else that kind of like looks like a kind of like a glass tree.
2: Yeah. So, like I was saying, Theranor, uh, he's not in here. <laughs> Aoife is just like <laughs> totally not interested in those things. We need to find Father Pegasin. Come on. But
0: there's still books.
2: Uh, yeah. I mean, there's a lot of books, but uh, these books aren't in trouble, and Father Pegasin probably is. So we should probably find him and help the him. The longer
3: Aoife is in that room, those books become more and more in trouble. Yeah.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: books aren't in trouble if you haven't read them.
3: <sighs>
0: Alright, fine, fine, fine. We can go investigate the clunking. Okay. So-
1: <laughs> he
0: will He will walk very slowly out the door, his eyes on the books the entire time, trying to see if there's anything interesting
4: on the well, way he out. he wasn't in the room, but uh, I'm kind of intrigued by the chunks of something. <laughs>
3: Uh, we will have to see if they tell you about that. Yeah, if it. it wasn't like,
4: hey, everybody, chunks.
2: <laughs> uh, well, yeah. So Eva, I mean, she saw that stuff, but she kind of just thought to herself, like, okay, some religious stuff, you know, holy symbols. She has one. She knows what those are. So she's Sacred just chunks. Yeah, she's <laughs> she's not gonna Sacred really chunks. Say anything because she's like respects it, and she's like, "This is not for me. This needs to be kept. This is the those gods and those religious artifacts. So we need to respect it and just leave it alone."
4: I could see why she wouldn't want to tell Lemmy like, like, "Hey, there's a golden chalice in here." I think if she just mentioned the lock, though, you'd be interested.
0: <laughs> there were also priest potions, blue Ag- priest potions. Ag-
2: again, we don't know what those are, so they're probably for it's just like
4: straight methamphetamine. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I don't know, she's real concerned with the the noise, so I'm going to leave the room and start heading
1: towards the stairs. So the closer that you come towards the stairs, you can hear... It's not even getting stronger or a little bit weaker. It's just more just consistent. Just a... Just a, you know, an offset banging sound coming from down the stairs and obviously behind... This barricade of wood and broken doors.
2: Okay, so if I go to the top of the stairs, um, what do I see down there? So
1: looking down the stairs, you can see that it it descends about hmm, probably 15 feet. And it's not that the doors themselves are actually still kind of upright, but rather they're being held in place by a barrage of broken pieces of probably what were... The pews and different uh, other pieces uh, from the inside of the chapel.
3: Puck is going to um, offer to go first here and try to get through these
4: doors. I'm going to get into a better position and get situated and hidden. Uh, two shabs, 23 on my stealth roll. let is just hiding
1: left and right.
0: Is it possible to see down the stairs or do you have to be like up where everybody else is?
1: So there's... A railing that kind of goes around the stairs itself, and mm-hmm. it it is uh, it's like solid. It's like a, it's almost like a kind of like a stone structure, mm-hmm. little wall going around it. If
0: one were to, uh, kind of move in line with the stairs, would they be able to see, or do you really kind of have to get up there? So
1: if you're gonna be seeing like down towards the door, you would have to be basically almost almost to where Eva is. If she okay. were like, you know, towards the top. To definitely look downward because it's, it's not like a steady decline, but it's also not like a a drastic, you <laughs> know, it's it's a stairway drop. It's a stairway. Okay, I'll
0: scoot up as well, I guess.
1: Uh, Pock, there's still enough light. Can you give me a a perception check?
3: I can do that. Uh, that is the twenty-one.
1: So, looking at this kind of like amalgamation of broken pieces of the church and furniture and little bits of stonework you see small little holes that you can kind of like peer through and the more that you kind of look at it and it's like one of those moments where you kind of like draw in to like look closer especially with not having dark vision so you're gonna need to like try and see the best that you can a hand like reaches out and almost grasps your face (laughs) and you hear Kind of a familiar snarl coming I from everybody coming get from back. inside. You say
0: it is a
3: ghastly snarl. <laughs> yeah, I yelled to everybody to get back, and I tried to step back myself.
2: What what happened? What's what's down there? There's
3: there's something in the debris. Something, not someone. Well, it was a hand that tried to grasp me in a menacing way. What what kind of hand? <laughs> True. of it kinda hid.
1: Well, it didn't seem very lively. Definitely had a <laughs> uh, a paleish gray color. Yeah. Some claws. See <laughs> yeah,
3: the, the undead type.
2: Possibly. Awesome. Oh undead. no! Not another one. On the
1: wall, that's kind of like near the stairwell. You can see that it does say that it. Uh, this goes to the crypt.
3: Oh fun!
2: Oh gosh, does everywhere we have to go have to have a crypt?
0: Don't dead. <laughs>
3: open inside. <laughs> Paco draws arrow and and I guess can I see this thing well enough to shoot it
1: well as soon as it kind of like tried to like you know tear off your face uh it 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 drew its hand back and it's gone so I mean you'd have to really try and get a good eye for it especially with how much or how little light you have it's you'd be like firing straight into darkness
0: I could set the wood on fire.
3: We're going to have to go in here and and clear this place out, I think, if we're going to find Father Pegasus,
0: Do you want me to burn there... the uh, barricade down? Yeah, that sounds like a that good idea. That sounds like
2: a good idea, yeah.
0: Cool. Um, I'll just walk up and fling a firebolt down uh, into the the mess and
3: see if we can get it ignited. And Puck's going to ready an uh, uh, action. If, if anything, any ghoulish thing becomes visible, I'm going to shoot it
4: they're light pieces, we can also try and mage hand a couple pieces out of the way. Eh, yeah, let's see if we can burn them first. <laughs> <Seriously>. <laughs> let's see.
1: Let's see if they set on fire. So you are definitely able to set uh, bits of the debris on fire. It's not as if the wood itself is uh, very old.
0: As long as it's flammable, it'll burn.
1: Yeah, so it is It is definitely catching on fire.
0: We can burn whatever undead was down there, too. <laughs>
3: Um, Now that there's light down there, can I see any undead?
1: So you can see areas where the undead might have been from kind of like the clearing that was there. You can definitely see that there are uh, claw marks like near the stonework, but I mean, it's a, uh, it's a, it's an undead. You're not sure if you're going to see it coming directly towards the fire.
3: Right. All right. Is everybody prepared to go down to this place? I don't think it's going to be easy going.
0: You might want to ready a torch as well. It's probably going to be
3: dark. Does anybody have a light spell?
0: No, I have a hundred and twenty foot dark vision. I don't need it.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Anyone got a light?
2: Sorry, Pac We all have dark down here. Yeah.
1: Is there anyone willing
3: to carry the torch so that I can uh, ready my bow?
1: Who will help me carry him?
2: Uh, I can probably take your torch because my, my mace is one-handed anyway, so... You have a shield? I have a shield, but it, it kind of can slip on my arm, you know? I have to hold it. Cool.
3: Um, with that, uh, if everybody's ready, Posh's going to take the lead, I think.
2: Wait, I'm not ready. I'm going <laughs> to... Because <laughs> uh, we, we know there's one undead down there, but I want to be prepared for exactly how many undead are down there. So I am going to cast... Detect evil and good. Okay. And just to remind you, um, I will be able to know if there is an undead within 30 feet of me and where it's located. All
1: right. So casting that, you can definitely detect that uh, there is indeed undead within 30 feet of you. How many? Within just the 30 feet, you, yeah. can, uh, you can recognize two.
2: All right, guys, we got at least two undead right ahead of
0: us. Does that spell last for a certain amount of time?
2: Yeah. yeah, um, it lasts for ten minutes.
0: So it's gonna be like the the radar in Aliens. <laughs> Just keep seeing these dots flying towards you.
2: Hopefully not too many, but definitely two right now. So they're in the
3: room, man. So-
1: <laughs> <laughs> Game over, man. Game over.
3: <laughs> um, with that, uh, Park's gonna head down.
1: All right. So after some time has passed, like definitely things have caught on fire they're kind of, you know, sort of falling apart. Uh, definitely might want to maybe take concern that it's not going to spread to the rest of the chapel.
3: I stealthed for 26 going down so hopefully I can get the jump on these guys.
0: Drew, is there any other wood in that area or is it really all stone?
1: Well, it's bits of stone as well as pieces of like the pews. So it's, it's a little bit of both. So I mean what caught on fire was the wood mm-hmm. but I mean, you also definitely don't want things to just, like, fire to spread.
0: Do you think it would get out? I mean, if it's just, like, a stone stairwell, I kind of assumed it would be contained. Probably not.
1: But I think it's also the idea of, like, can you guys traverse the the rubble that is on fire carefully as well? What fun is that? What fun is that? I jump through fire!
0: (laughs) Somebody set up a hoop! Jump (laughs) through the hoop! A hoop, a hoop. Who's uh, on fire. fire?
2: Maybe we didn't think this through. Uh, there's a lot of smoke and a lot of fire right now.
0: I will uh, pick up Lemmy by his feet and uh, start slapping him into the fire to Use <laughs> <put
4: it out. laughs> mage hand to fan it. <laughs> fan the Maybe smoke
0: if, away. If both of us mage hand together, we just can just
4: kind of pat it out. <laughs> yeah.
3: <laughs> I think you guys could definitely open it up enough for us to uh, safely walk through, though.
4: Then we could when we're done, we could do, like, the Top Gun Mage Hand high five that, like, hits up high and then <laughs> k- reconnects down low.
3: <laughs> but and both of them are actually below shoulders for Theranor. Then we'll go play volleyball. And freeze
4: frame. <laughs>
1: Most androgynistic volleyball game ever. All right, while you
4: guys are doing that, uh, I can't get over these chunks, so I'm gonna go back up. No. <laughs> all right. So I mean, we could we try have... to chance stuff away. Go for it. Care to join me, Donnie? All right. Is there any debris that's like little chunks that? I mean, you can you can start picking up. So what's the limit on Maychan? Like five pounds or something? Uh, ten. ten. Ten
0: pounds. I mean, I figure if we could just like clear a path, that's all we really need to do. Yeah. yeah. All
1: right. I use the force forces with you. Okay, so after moving away some bits and pieces of the debris and the smoldering remnants of what was already set on fire by Theronor, you have this kind of luminescent but it's slowly fading into darkness entrance leading down into the crypt and whatever was pounding has now stopped. Do you guys enter? Probably. Yes.
3: Right. Yes, Pock rushes in. No, Pog moves well, in.
4: <laughs>
2: maybe, do you want me to go first, Pock? I, I have the torch, after all.
1: And the, and the AC. <laughs> 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 Alright, so you guys go to the crypt. Oh, me. So dark. So dark. Okay. But you do have your torch. So your torch extends out and allows you some uh, some ability to see. Well, most of us have dark vision. <laughs> yeah, right.
4: I'm
2: just I'm just holding it for Pock as a courtesy. <laughs>
1: So as as you move inside, you suddenly hear this like chattering, and immediately this creature rushes you.
3: Ugh! Ugh. Hate undead. But they well, love we, you. We're gonna get to kill lots of them then. <laughs> they love
1: you. They love to. Hug no,
3: they love you. Lemmy.
2: Do I still detect only those two? So
1: you do detect the the two currently. Yes. Does a fourteen hit you? I don't think it does. Nope. Nope.
0: Is that a guest or a zombie?
1: So looking at it, Lemmy, Lemmy recognizes it. It's <laughs> a uh, it's a ghoul. It's my mother. So you guys tackled some ghouls down in the uh, the underbelly of the uh the orphan. These are not unfamiliar to you.
0: I wonder if we could just get Lemmy to wrangle them.
2: Well, it's it just attacked me and, and got a mouthful of shield probably. So, um, I would like to bash it in the face with my mace. I'm
4: assuming we're rolling for initiative now.
1: You are rolling for initiative.
2: Oh my Nin- gosh.
4: 19 <laughs> wow. for Lemmy.
0: Uh, natural 20 for Theranor. Five There's for Puck. <laughs> I've wasted my good roll.
2: Seven.
0: Still better than Puck. I guess I'll just argue that because Theranor has like ungodly dark vision. He just saw it coming. Didn't feel like saying anything, apparently, but
3: saw it coming a mile away. <laughs> yeah, Pock is just really trying to assess the situation before he acts, that's all.
2: Like, I knew <laughs> it was there, but I, for some reason couldn't act fast enough.
3: He wants to get a lay of, of how the fight's going to play out before he does anything.
1: Right. Zegul will go on a 17. It's a speedy goal. Well, it did kind of have the drop on you. All right. Uh, Theronor, you are the first to respond after the ghoul took you guys by surprise
0: Um, in that case, because it is undead I'm going to use a chill touch on it
1: Back here, got the touch oh,
0: goodness gracious, these you dice are being
1: Power! Hasty. Thomas, can you drop some Stan Bush in the background <laughs> every time he does a chill touch please? <laughs> or every time Eva, like heals someone and lays on hands? <laughs> that would just make me so happy <laughs>
0: A, uh, a natty 19, so a 26 to hit.
1: Uh, yeah, you uh, you you hit. <laughs> oh, hey, 8 damage. Ooh, so right. it cannot so, regain
0: hit points until the start of my next turn, and it has disadvantage against me.
1: And is the chill touch, is that a, is it, like, do you have to be up next to it?
0: No, it's no. a ranged touch attack.
1: Okay. 120 well, feet. Well, then. hitting it with chill touch, it kind of snarls at you as it, you know, tries to like claw at the area of now like frostbitten you know, rotting flesh, and Lemmy. Lemmy's gonna back around behind Ifa. kind of get
4: into a flanking position, and take a stab with his dagger.
1: Seven. No, a seven, unfortunately, does not. My first bad roll. Does not do it.
3: Ever. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right, now it goes for Zegor. I mean, you notice that it, it didn't even really, like, pay attention to you as as you were kind of, like, wandering around. I had a feeling, like, my goal whispering days were temporary. Well, I mean, it wasn't until you actually tried to attack it that it actually, you know, paid any attention to you. Oh, okay. But so now, it's going to try and bite you. I still got the whisper. <laughs>
4: Maybe you should talk louder.
1: 19. Mm. Yeah, that hits. For 6 damage, I said bites down Ouch. on your arm that you try to swing at it with your dagger. That hurts. Leaving some blood on its on its mouth, it just like immediately sops and licks it up. It likes the taste of Lemmy.
0: <laughs> hey, can you like roll up a newspaper and bop it
1: on the nose and just tell it it's bad ghoul? <laughs> <gore? laughs> bad ghoul. No. No. Go back to your crypt. Eva, you have an undead in front of you, and me just <sighs> got bit.
2: Yeah, I saw that and too slow to react for some reason, so um, I'm going to smack it with my mace.
1: Smacky, smacky. It's
2: a 12?
1: A 12 hits.
2: Oh, thank goodness. Okay.
1: <laughs> thank God.
2: And that would be uh, five points of damage bludgeoning. Okay.
1: Five points it takes, and now we have the steady and true and keeping an eye on everything puck, unless Aoife would <laughs> like to make a move, actually.
2: I-, I saw Lemmy got hit, and so then my my... My mom instincts kick in and I want to get in between him, but then he won't be able to attack, so... Uh,
1: <laughs> my special little guy!
2: No! <laughs> so, uh, I'm just going to stay
4: put where I
3: am. Okay.
4: Lemmy's like twice her age. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right. Sir Paul
4: as,
3: as a bonus action, I'm going to transfer my hunter's mark to the school and say, get off of my friend and shoot with my bow. A 28 to hit
1: naturally nice. actually, I critted. All right, then. So, so despite being, uh, despite the ghoul having some cover in the, in the midst of battle of both Lemmy and Efa, you still hit with a natty 20. Good job. Good job. Would you uh, Would you care for the double damage, or would you like a, a critical hit chart?
3: I think double damage is going to work best here. Okay. Two. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> Three. Sure, and you my- don't want that. Critical picture. <laughs> <And> three four <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, hold on. Six, <laughs> so that's ten. Ten and then four and so seventeen points of damage. Now All which right,
0: so you I Which mean, rolls double with that?
3: anything that is a dice roll with a crit is supposed to be rolled. Oh yeah, any- seventeen plus four, so twenty one points of damage. So yeah, any dice roll gets doubled, and any okay. modifier just gets added, added once. For some reason, I thought it was only specific rolls.
1: Yeah, it's just it's it's like the, it's all the damage that is put together, even what comes out of the modifiers. I think the only thing I'm pretty I'm fairly certain because this was even in like 3.5. The only thing that doesn't uh, critical with double damage is like the sneak attack damage. Yeah, because I mean that would just be like, hey, I rolled that twenty. I already <laughs> have three d six of sneak attack. I guess that's sixty six now. Well, that's
0: why i was confused because i know there's some of those things where that happens but i couldn't no, remember what drew
3: just to to clarify it's actually anything that is a dice gets doubled anything that's not dice like the plus oh, four like the modifier, modifiers as well
4: yeah those don't okay. get doubled Never mind. just uh, dice uh, get doubled no i mean drew's right though the <clears throat> sneak attack dice don't get doubled i mean okay. it's already like a bonus yeah damage
1: <clears throat> that'd be insane Okay, so uh, yeah, I sneak attack with a fireball. Actually, if
0: the attack involves other damage dice, such as from Rogue's sneak attack feature, you roll those it dice does. twice as well.
1: Really? Yes. Yes. Okay, then I am just completely out of it.
3: Yeah, anything that's a dice gets doubled. Anything that's not a dice
4: doesn't. I need to start crit sneak attack more. <laughs>
1: yeah. I don't know what I've
4: been doing this whole time. Donna, you do have to actually hit things for that.
1: It's yeah, it, true. Oh, it's fun because we're learning. Okay, <laughs> regardless, you just plunge an arrow, smack through this ghoul's head, and it just, like, rips in one side and out the other. The tongue, his head? The tongue <laughs> flailing in the air. And, Aoife, you just watch whatever type of presence, definitely not a life inside this creature, but immediately as that arrow rips through its head, just... It's gone, and it just plummets to the ground. I wave at Pock through the hole before it drops.
3: <laughs> well, I have to say, from, from our angle, it went directly over Lemmy's head after it went through the cool hole.
1: <laughs> yeah, it, it, it went straight through its head, and it just kind of like stuck in this uh, possible statue off to the side that uh, no one can see. Can I make a dex check to catch the arrow so I can give it back to Pock? <laughs> Do you really want to try that? Kinda. Fine. Give me a dex check. We'll see. Don't we'll see. we'll see if you catch it or if it goes through your head. Oh hand. my gosh! Do not roll natural one. Say oh, that's so a <laughs> nineteen. <laughs> One's right there on I the screen. See the one.
4: Nineteen plus five is a twenty-four.
1: Okay. So this is—I don't know how I would possibly like verify that you would actually catch it. This is what I'm just going to rule it as. Thomas, give me a separate dex check. Okay. To see if, like, how well you shot would be comparable. Oh, no. Uh, yeah, let me, you catch the arrow.
0: (laughs) Sweet. I need you to present it
3: like a bouquet of flowers to him.
1: Sure. <laughs> yeah. Ghoul head attached or ghoul
3: tongue attached. <laughs> so this yeah. all
2: happens like right in front of my face. So like I see the arrow go through and then I see Lemmy catch it. And then I do a look. I look at Pac and then I look at Lemmy and then I look at Pac and I'm just like, what? Well, what?
3: what? Hey, <laughs> Pac, this is, hey, hey, Lemmy, this is just like that one time when that guy tried to tried to get over on you.
1: <laughs> it's, it's almost as if your fear is... Surrounded again, that Lemmy is going to be hurt. Ipo. you you hear the arrow fire. You see it rip through the ghoul's head, and the next thing you know is you see Lemmy like spinning around and like exerting some really breathy air. And you're thinking, like, oh my god, it went through the head and it hit Lemmy, and he's turning around and he's you know it's right there in his hand.
0: Theronor will sigh and keep walking off.
1: I, I pitch the arrow
4: back to Pac and say, that's exactly like the William Tell routine we had with our other third companion that we don't talk about anymore.
3: <laughs> yes,
4: yes. Before we left the woods. Memories. When we left the woods on the lamb.
2: Hey, hey Pac, oh, the days. Pac, do you have maybe um, a, a melee weapon? Because, uh, man, your, your bow is awfully dangerous. That's
4: kind of the point. Yep, that's why I use it.
2: <laughs> I mean, you almost killed Lemmy. No,
4: no, no! I knew exactly where I was shooting. Lemmy almost killed Lemmy by making the attempt. <laughs>
2: are, Lemmy, are you are you even okay? Let's just
4: say we work well together,
3: okay? Uh, I always no. aim high when it comes to
4: Lemmy. Not great, but I uh, was a I was an awesome catch. Gotta admit.
2: Okay. Um. Well, one down, one to go.
3: Posh's Posh going to clean the tongue off and use that next that same arrow next Good
4: time. <laughs> Uh, ghoul slathered arrow you have never
3: (laughs) failed me
1: and I have always recovered you (laughs) alright everybody who has dark vision can look around and see that further into the room you have a statue that is over here off to the side as well as like some I don't know like cauldron maybe they might be little tiny uh, sconce not sconces but like fire pits next to the statue in front of you you have a door off to your right hand side you have the statue and the little fire pits and you also have kind of this you know interesting uh symbol inlaid into the floor into the stonework that kind of resembles the uh above workings of the chapel the little uh the little, little like, maze work yeah, yeah maze thing. work thing gotcha yeah.
2: Um, can I tell where the other undead is?
1: You don't know exactly where it is, but you can definitely still tell that it's within thirty feet of you.
2: Right.
1: Mostly, you are getting like a feeling of this is a good place, but there is an evil presence.
3: Looking at the map, where near the uh, statue mm-hmm. are are those alcoves, or is that just wall there that we can't quite see?
1: So directly kind of like behind the statue. Yeah. It's, uh, it's, it's shadowy. Okay. It's shadow from where uh, the light is not hitting because really what is kind of being illuminated right now was like,
3: Eva, can you, can you move the light around a little bit? I can't quite see the back section here.
2: All right. I'll go up to the
3: statue. Okay. I'll get closer as well.
1: Yeah. That's why I was like, Ooh, (laughs) so you can see a little bit.
3: Park's gonna ready an arrow. And if, a ghoul should appear. He's gonna, he's gonna move to where he can see in that direction.
4: <laughs> and if a ghoul appears, as she lights it from the other side, I'm going to shoot it. I'm going to disappear into the ample darkness. That's a dirty twenty.
3: Eva, can you move to the other side? I can't quite see behind the
1: statue. So the only. <gasps> st- <laughs> <laughs> what. <laughs>
3: I just wasn't expecting you to get closer, too.
1: Eva, <laughs> as you round the corner of the statue, a hand comes out.
3: <laughs> there you are.
1: Oh, Jesus!
3: <laughs> I'm gonna say I got a shot at that guy, though.
1: Not from, not from that angle. I mean, yeah, that, the statue's, that statue's that statue's like good. right in the way. Oh. That that was the whole point of like if someone rounded the corner. Geez, I just love. Okay, I'm gonna. I'm gonna love that sound clip of Ifa going. There you are. <laughs> okay. Seventeen.
2: Oh, so close, but no.
1: Once again, the claws reach out and do not hit you. But now that you have entered into this area with your torchlight, you uh, you have a ghoul that was hiding behind the statue the whole time. And I'd say, let's roll initiative. Actually, oh. no, you can still probably go on the same initiative. So in that case,
0: um, can I hit it from here? I don't know how like exactly everything mm-hmm. is. No, so I'm, g- I'm going to
1: say no. He's definitely gaining some cover from okay. the uh, the lowered arm of this giant statue. Gotcha. And Ifa is directly in front. Hmm. Yeah.
0: Where would I need to move to actually have? You probably have
1: to go behind.
0: Oh, about like behind the statue. Right yeah let's see here
1: or if or if she were to uh back away you could maybe have a shot at it from this corner from where limmy is or maybe directly in front of the mm-hmm. statue you could uh get something but you you definitely would have to get close
0: and i can never remember for the life of me by the readying actions can i move and then say when it moves into i
1: don't believe that they have a ready action yeah it but, I mean, I, it, I, I enjoy the I, the concept and idea of a ready action because I think it in, involves, like, good role-playing. So, if you want to ready a action, uh, that's fine. Mm. If the action does not come to play within the round of combat, yeah, then, it it, then it's gone for that round. You can choose to continue to ready and prepare for the next round, but that then that is your choice.
0: So, okay, I got... Uh, two options here um if if i were to move up right next to the statue would i be able to stab it or is it out of range from there what are
1: you trying to stab it with uh,
0: it's just a dagger you're
1: gonna need to like maybe squeeze in a like, little bit i have to be there to get...
0: which i can't yeah. be okay then I mean... in that case um let's just say uh i'd like to move up to the middle of the room and then if Ifa backs up and the ghoul moves to where she is then i'd like to cast a, a chill touch um okay if that's... that doesn't
4: happen, then it doesn't happen. No, that's perfectly fine. Lemmy. Me... I know I can move through Aoife's square. Is there enough room for me to slip past the ghoul?
1: I'm going to say that you could definitely squeeze past the ghoul itself. Okay. Um, uh, I'm going to say that moving through like this little hostile kind of terrain with the ghoul and Aoife, uh, cut your movement in half. But okay. it's it's short enough that you're definitely going to be able to make it. And moving, moving right past the ghoul... It pays you no mind. I was gonna say they're both technically friendly characters right at this moment.
4: Well, I'm, I stealth pretty well too, so yeah,
1: you did, you did. But I mean, even even like the the best of stealths might not like. Yeah, I just see you like inching along the wall, going both, between
3: like, his legs.
1: Both, yeah, both of their eyes look over at you, and you're like, "Shh, it's okay, just <laughs> <laughs> don't mind All me."
4: Right. So the first. D20 would be a 19 to hit. Yeah, we'll go with the 19.
1: Yeah, 19 definitely hits it.
4: Okay, so that's gonna be a 1d4 plus 3 plus 2d6. So that's a 5. Plus 2 is 7. Plus 3 is 10.
1: Wow, just stabby, stabby, stabby. Aoife, as you're staring in its face and then you see Lemmy kind of go into town behind it, You all you see is like little arms and, and you know a dagger going to town and you see the direction of this ghoul's eyes immediately tuck into its back left corner and it begins to snarl. So at this point the ghoul is going to whip around and try and hit Lemmy.
4: Oh, I'm super low on hit points. Maybe I shouldn't have done that.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Oh gosh. How are you super low? We've only gotten in one fight.
4: And I took six and I wasn't at full. We rested before we came here. That's well, it. we had
3: that fight though. Oh, when that's first right. Got that's in. right. Yeah.
1: Yeah. All right. Five oh. damage. Still up. Barely. Its attention is now all on Lemmy. Ifa, your little, uh, your little uh, baby boy is in danger once again.
2: I see that, and I'm worried. And.
0: The will sigh and start reaching for the monkey paw. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Um,
4: You've got more hands to wither this time as the <laughs> cost.
2: I can take two actions and he's right next to me, so I feel good about this. I am going to cast a spell called Shield of Faith on Lemmy. Okay. It gives him um, a plus two bonus to AC for up to 10 minutes. Oh, that's a bonus action. That's awesome. Yeah. So I still got two actions. Uh, I'm going. It's a, The ghoul's turned around from me, right? Yes.
1: His attention is on Lemmy.
2: So if I hit him with my mace, do I get advantage? You would
1: get advantage, yeah.
2: All right, I'm going to do that then. So it's a 21 to yeah, hit.
1: Yeah, Yeah, yeah.
2: And then uh, I rolled a six, so six, seven, eight. That's eight damage to the ghoul. All right,
1: so seeing your, di- your friend in dire need and then casting that Shield of Faith spell on him, immediately turning around for the ghoul, cracking it over the head. Your mace basically almost gets stuck in the back of its head as it slumps to the ground. Dead.
4: I've yeah. killed the ghoul. Squishy, squishy.
3: Does
0: <laughs>
4: Lemmy catch the head? <laughs> <laughs> I'd make no attempt to catch her mace. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Lemmy j- gently catches the body and lays it
4: lovingly to the ground. <laughs> Sleep well, my friend.
1: <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Alright, so you have done away with the two ghouls that were in here,
3: and still no clue as to what was making the banging noise, or do we think it was the ghouls? No, it,
1: you you can kind of deduce that it was the ghouls trying to get out. Okay, but all of the debris had been left in, uh, you know, in front of there. So I mean, it was it was kind of like barricading it in uh, both of them inside.
3: Okay, but we still haven't found Father Pegasus. Let's uh, let's continue, or have we? <laughs>
4: <laughs> uh, were either of these ghouls like wearing priest robes? No, none of the ghouls were wearing priest robes. Okay.
2: Uh, before we continue, I'm going to go up to Lamy and be like, uh, so I'm going to help you out with that uh, that shield of faith I cast on you, but I'm still worried. How-, how are you feeling? Not doing too good. Yeah, I think you need some healing right now. Wouldn't say no. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to cast cure wounds. Uh, okay. So that's five hit points back to you
4: nice thank you
1: right so Lemmy is feeling a, a little bit better almost as if that uh, that bite on his arm has now closed off
4: Did't we find like a trove of cure moderate potions yeah we did <laughs> or not moderate but we do have some cure light
3: Do we yeah from the uh, from the room where you we left those ghouls inside the, the crypt of the oh that's
4: right yeah we you, have- you left him in the bedroom. Yeah, yeah, they were like walled up in there But we
3: found potions in there after our big fight
4: (laughs) I think I'm going to pop one of those What does a Cure Light potion do? I think it's 2d4 1d8 plus 1 Something like that Drew, do you
3: have that info?
1: Potion They have like potions of healing, greater healing So we'll say it's um, like a potion of healing Uh, Does 2d4 plus 2
4: There
3: we go, that sounds
4: right right. there you go, eight. Hey, okay. yeah, I'm almost a full.
2: Oh, yeah, we had we had four of those, so now I guess we're down to three. Okay,
4: yeah. okay between that and Aoife's healing, yeah, I'm not dying. Very well. Let me uh, takes off his hat and bows low uh, before Aoife.
2: Oh, no need to bow to me. Then he has to, <laughs> no <about> to, <laughs> he has Just to clean my job. some
4: dust from the floor out of his beard.
3: <laughs> Puck is going to go listen at the door and see if I hear anything on the other side. Okay. Uh seven. Nope, probably not.
1: <laughs> uh so no, you don't you don't really hear anything. The door bites your ear off.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I doubt there's probably gonna be many mimics in here since this is generally a holy place, not a not a a dungeon, so to speak. <laughs> is everybody ready to move forward? Sure. Uh
2: Can I detect any undead uh, through the door? You
1: do not detect any undead through the door.
4: I'm going to slip back into shadows. There's my Natty 20.
2: (laughs) You gotta save those rolls for your
3: attacks.
4: Right? (laughs) I could use my inspiration point to roll something other than a Natty 20 on this one.
3: (laughs) So that it goes towards your other attacks. (laughs) Uh,
2: Shall I go in first?
4: If you'd like to, or I can. I'm gonna sheath my dagger and draw my rapier.
1: Getting fancy on us.
4: It's duelist time.
1: <laughs> it's time to do do do
4: do. Oh, jeez.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I. I kind of hate myself for saying that. you <laughs> should.
4: <laughs> Too
3: late. It's staying in the podcast. No. That is not getting edited. <laughs> I'm going to banish
2: you to the shadow
3: realm.
4: The rest of us should get inspiration points for that. <laughs> <laughs>
2: we had to listen to it. <laughs> All right, I go through the door.
1: I used to play it in high school back when it was actually cool. Now it's, oh. I mean, it's just like, I don't, it's not a good game anymore.
4: I didn't get the reference, so oh, it was definitely Yu-Gi-Oh. It was definitely
1: Yu-Gi-Oh.
2: Donnie's more of a Magic: The Gathering kind of guy.
4: Good, it's because Magic's
1: actually good. Me, not watch
3: the show enough to know the reference, so that says something
1: about me as well. Oh, don't get me wrong. Like, I enjoyed the cartoon, but the actual game itself. Okay, so the door right—the door in front of you—is locked.
2: I don't go through the door.
3: <laughs> Let me. <laughs> Your skills are required. Alright. You know how much you like going up to doors that could be something else.
4: Well, it's already been fiddled with, so I'm fairly certain it's not a mimic. That is a 17 on my whatever. Uh, <laughs> it, there, well, there isn't like a disabled device, so I, 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 that's just well, a straight dex check. I mean, right? it's,
1: a, it's a dex check using like thieves' tools. Too. I do have yeah. thieves' tools. Yeah. So. so you're fine. You are able to pick the lock and. You open the door. Do you? uh...
4: I don't open the door.
1: I picked the lock. Ah, fine. You, <laughs> then, you very good. And then I move back into Love position. is getting so wise in his, in his old age. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, I didn't open the door. Don't you put those words in my mouth? <laughs> don't you put actions in my mouth? <laughs> don't you put that darkness on me, Ricky Bobby? <laughs> <laughs>
3: All
2: right. So now I go through the door.
1: As you open the door, you can see down a set of stairs. And literally at the bottom of the stairs is a bloodied corpse.
2: Oh gosh, you guys, there's something dead down here and it's actually dead, not undead. I like
4: he's dressed in finery.
2: Oh no, please don't be Father Pegasus.
4: The only way to find out is to rifle through his pockets.
2: <laughs> I'm going to start walking down the stairs slowly. Okay. I'll follow. Do I detect any evil yet? Or undead, I mean?
1: You do not detect any evil or undead.
4: What's the time frame? Has it been more than ten minutes? Or probably not. Those are two quick fights.
1: You mean like overall? Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna say from like investigating the stairs, setting them on fire, moving some rubble. I mean, it's probably been at least a good half hour. Oh, oh gosh. So your okay, so detective
0: yeah. isn't up anymore. Well, no. she started it when we came down. Yeah. Right?
1: Well, no, no, yeah. no. She started it like at the at the bottom of the stairs, not before that you had entered just yet. Like. She was looking...
2: Yeah, at the top right, of the stairs, yeah. I cast it.
4: Oh, okay. yeah. Well, the ghoul fights were, like, less than a minute each, though.
1: Okay, so then maybe maybe 20 minutes. Not that All long. Right. Not a great deal of time. So are you going to go down to the bottom, bottom?
2: I'm going to stop right here, because I can see him. I'm going to hold the torch out so Pac can see him, too. Okay. All right.
1: <laughs> so kind of getting down to the... Uh, the corner there on the stairs, you're able to see a little bit more into the room.
2: Can I tell who this might be at all? So
1: you're not entirely sure who it is. They do look like they are, despite the uh, the fancy clothing, uh, in le- kind of like uh, robes. What color
2: are the robes? Crimson.
4: <laughs> I, I, I want to sneak down. Like, I can see where the the passageway ends, where there's a wall there. I'd like to sneak into that corner and then just take up, like, position.
1: Okay. So you let me sneaking down and seeing where the corner is. You can see the remainder of the room, and you see another dead body, and uh, kind of the opening into a room.
3: Make room if I think we all need to move in. Okay,
2: I'll go into the room more. Uh, Can I kind of investigate this other dead body?
1: Yeah. Should I roll for something? You can... You can do an investigation, uh, uh, perception more so. Yeah.
2: Oh, nat 20 plus five.
1: Okay. So the body itself, again, resembles its dead compatriot over here, also in kind of like crimson robes. And the more that you kind of like search through them, they resemble the same kind of like faint, hollow voided faced cultists that you remember from the from the uh, shambling mound underneath the orphanage.
4: Interesting. Uh, I share this with everyone. Oh, interesting. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: That's so cra- Interesting. I share it. Interesting. <laughs> oh,
4: Jump the gun on my observation there. Is
3: there um, any... Identification stuff on the rope
4: uh, person. Hey, this Talk Your driver's license is expired.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, you don't. Uh, you like don't holy really find symbols anything. or
4: something like that. Yeah.
3: No. Okay. I don't think this is Father Pegasus.
2: Definitely not. These are not people associated with this church and these deities. This is probably the cult of Ossibus.
4: It seems weird that they were killed by their own ghouls, if that's what happened. Maybe Father Pegasin is down here cleaning house.
0: You know, maybe, not, everybody not everybody can be a ghoul friend.
3: What if Father Pegasin unleashed the ghouls to protect the... the...
2: That's <laughs> unlikely.
3: Um... That's
4: so Pegasin. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Classic Pegasus.
3: Oh, so does that mean everything that we do now is gonna be so Raven? <laughs> <laughs> wow, I didn't think about that. All right, let's uh, let's keep searching then.
1: Man, that's exactly what I forgot to name the title of the last episode. <laughs> it was supposed to be "That's So Raven," not "He, he took my purse." <laughs> although I did like, although I did like, you know, he took my purse because coin purse, but. <laughs>
2: I just kept thinking, that's my purse. I don't know you.
1: (laughs) Stand back too close. Not my dad. (laughs) All right. So looking at the dead bodies in this room, it looks as if they had been really uh, taken out and killed probably a couple of days ago.
3: Okay. So we're a bit late for this attack. Maybe we shouldn't have
4: gone after
1: (laughs) the the, uh, other raven target.
4: Curse you, side quests! <laughs> um, I would like to kind of sneak up and around this corner here. It looks like there's another passageway that opens up. I'd like over to at least over to your uh, to your right, uh, to your left, to north and to the left. Just a, like right, just immediately south of the first body.
1: So if you go over and you look inside here, you see it's a it's a room full of kind of big jars. They might also be chamber pots. Uh, chamber pots. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, they're they're just they're rather big jars. They are innortly, uh kind of like uh, designed. Maybe someone with a, uh, a religion check could uh, give you a bit more insight.
4: I can make a religion check. Okay. That is a 13 plus three is 16.
1: Okay, so you could kind of discern that these could either hold. Like uh, religious artifacts, kind of like a reliquary in a sense. They could be burial chamber pots where uh, the confines are containing more so just the bones of kind of like an entire family could be buried together.
4: I want to peek into one in a respectful and non-desecratory kind of way.
1: Which one would you like to peek into? There's about six of them in there.
4: Um, just the one closest to
1: me. Okay, so the one closest to you, you kind of like pop the lid, and inside it's uh it's kind of full of like a uh, sloshing liquid. It doesn't smell, um, just seems like water.
4: Hmm, I kind of want to take a sip.
1: Oh.
2: Oh,
4: why? <laughs> why would you do that? It's, it doesn't smell. It's acid. Do you take a drink? No, of course not. I mean, I kind of want
1: to eat backbeats
4: too, but I don't.
1: You're totally free to take a drink.
4: Can I make a perception check or something? To or are there any like twigs or anything or like like floating around in it?
1: No, I mean like on the ground. On the ground? So no, there's can, no there's no twigs. I mean wants so to I can poke test it? it with science. Do you, wanna, do you wanna do you wanna run some of your rosemary and just time throw
3: rosemary in it?
4: <laughs> yeah, I'll sprinkle some rosemary in it.
1: Okay. Rosemary is now floating on the top. <laughs> it's not like sizzling and no. steaming.
3: I wonder if all our listeners think that rosemary is an agalist or an analogist <laughs> for something
1: else.
4: <laughs> <laughs> um I dip the tip of my finger into it.
1: Okay. Your finger is now wet.
4: Hmm. All right. I'm going to check one more. And if it's also mystery liquid, I'm just going to give it up. I'm going to check the big one in the center.
1: Okay. So walking over and popping off the top on that one. Pop-a-top again. (laughs) Pop-a-top again. (laughs) You find that it is a, uh, it's full of salt.
4: Okay. Well, I definitely take some. I'm probably low. Okay. I need some pocket salt. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, is there any kind of uh, wisdom or religion or
1: perception? So, I mean, from someone who kind of works in the area of different herbs and preservatives, maybe, uh, salt could be a good way of drying out bodies. Okay,
4: so this is like embalming uh, supplies and stuff.
1: Possibly. I'll go ahead and check them all. Okay, so the more that you kind of like rummage through... The bottom one in the left-hand corner does actually... It's, its like, almost a finished urn that uh, has some bones inside, as if this is, like, a finished product, like, waiting to be buried. And the rest of them have, uh, again, more salt. The uh, liquid that is there, you might deem it to be uh, something that is, like, water that is waiting to be purified. Mm. And the rest uh, have cloth different tools for uh, the process of embalming. I actually I put the salt that I took back. I don't
4: know how I feel about cooking with corpse salt.
3: <laughs>
4: I'm going to have to think on that.
3: That's the
1: okay, name of your so. new
4: show. Cooking Cor- with corpse salt.
1: Cor- <laughs> <laughs> uh, Is it going to be tasty?
4: Dead right. <laughs> <laughs> you get an inspiration point. Um, you know, so I, I report that there's it's just uh, useless junk. Or, you know, Uh, sacred items, depending on your point of view
2: Uh, Okay, well I guess we should venture forth Uh, some direction Let's, uh,
4: check out this door
3: Is there a door to the East here?
1: Yeah, there is a door Right there.
3: Is
4: there nothing to the south?
3: Yeah, that's kind of ambiguous The south, because of the way the room
1: Curves. You mean There? Yeah, there we go. Okay You just have have a door right there. Is it locked? I don't know would you like to check and see if it is I wouldn't. <laughs> I'll, I'll check the che- door.
3: Okay, yeah. We'll, <laughs> we'll keep going with you checking in. I'm going to be prepared to attack.
1: All right. So at this time, I, I still assume that Ifa is holding the torch? Yep. Yes. And you're going to open the door? Yep. Okay. So are we putting away our weapon to open the door and hold the torch? or? Are you going to well, try and like...
0: I can open it weird? if you want.
2: Well, it's an interior door, so I'd have to pull the handle. So I'll look over at Theranor and be like, can you Can you open this for me? And I'll go in first. Okay. Sure. I don't want to put my mace down.
0: Yeah, I can open the door.
1: As you open the door, all you suddenly hear is this loud cry of like, Lord Beatt is my shield and Lady Grianne my mace. And a mace comes down. On Aoife Whoa You have this Crazed Old man Swinging his weapon at you I
0: think we found (laughs) Pegasus
1: I cast true strike
2: 18 Uh oh That is Exactly what you needed to roll To hit me Old
4: man, spry
1: (laughs) Five damage Wonderful So As he has Cracked you Possibly in like The upper arm While holding the torch He's, like, out of breath, looking at everyone, and then suddenly he realizes that you guys are not members of the cult. Oh, I'm going to devein this old man like a shrimp. Nor, nor are you guys undead. And so he kind of looks at you out of breath, and he says, Oh, you're not, you're not with them. And then he immediately falls to the ground, unconscious. And you can see that his arms are bloodied, and he looks rather out of it. And we'll see what happens with him next time. Awesome.
0: Thank you for weathering the storm with us. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at CritStormcast. Rate and review on Apple Podcasts, and please recommend us to your friends. Look to the horizon for more crit storms.